Good morning, bitches. It's Monday again. You better get up, get out, and serve cunt. So grateful for the word cunt coming back into popularity. It feels natural. It feels easy. I think there was a time in my life where cunt didn't just flow so naturally like a fucking waterfall out of my lips. We're getting Yannick already, girls. <laughs> cunt. Like, it just feels easy now. And I think for a while, you know, it wasn't so easy to say cunt in these streets. I just got really deep about um, <laughs> the way cunt flows so easily out of my mouth. Ew! Anyway, let's get it, girls. Welcome to Are We Gonna Kiss? Time has been flying in a way that I find disturbing. It is just simply passing me by. I am free falling in a way that I don't like. I don't want time to move so quick. I'm, I'm a little concerned. Does this mean I'm close to the end of my life? I'm a very superstitious person. And, and when I get a scary vibe, I'm like, okay, what's happening? And the way which time is passing me is feeling scary. Why is it passing so quickly? I really hope it's not just me. I do have this problem where I'm just like, I'm special and this is just me. Except that I am special and a lot of times it is just me. <laughs> oh, no, but I did have a horrifying nightmare recently and I am very in touch with the spiritual world. That is true. I'm very much like if there's a ghost in the space, I feel her or him or them. Oh, shout out to a non-binary ghost. Ugh. If I'm going to be haunted, let it be a non-binary ghost who's just like whispering queer sweet nothings into my ear. Mm, what would they say? <laughs> just whispering in my ear at night. Actually, it's they, them. <laughs> just correcting pronouns. Ugh. Just they, them all across the board. They, they, them across the board. You either got the ref or you didn't. Back to the nightmare. Okay, so first of all, I have a neighbor who screams in his sleep, and it is really disturbing, and I try not to dwell on this fact because I have had neighbors that are really annoying in other ways. So I'm like, okay, if once a night I'm woken up by this man screaming, I mean, is it terrifying? Yeah, but have I gotten used to it? Also, yeah. Um, but I've never spoken to him and he screams in a way that I'm like, I don't know if I want to know you because it's a really disturbing scream. Oh my God. I'm sure you're all like, what are you talking about, Jordana? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it, it's the facts once a night and it's generally around 3.30 a.m., which is terrifying because it's giving witching hour, right? But he will just like be screaming and oh God, it's a whole thing. Anyway. I've cleansed my apartment with Sage and Palo Santo quite a few times because I've started to worry that what if my neighbor is screaming because there's like a demon in his apartment and it's like it's like taking control of his body or it's like waking him up and he's having sleep paralysis. You know, I don't know the details, but I'm getting worried that that's it because it's like a really freaky scream, man. It's not just like, ah, it's like 
like really it's really scary man I can't believe I'm talking about this five minutes into the pod but it's like ah, that is what I'm experiencing so I started to worry that maybe there's some evil spirits living on his side I understand I sound crazy to some of you right now but it whatever um and so I've been cleansing quite often but then the other night I was having this dream in the dream I was singing Christina Aguilera's you are beautiful like no matter what they say words can't bring me down so random I haven't heard that song in years but like that song was playing in my dream but then like behind that song I could hear a woman screaming like really like a a woman like screaming bloody murder And then I started like waking up kind of from the dream and the song was playing louder in my head, but then the screaming was also getting louder. And then I was kind of in a sleep paralysis thing where I was like half asleep, half awake. And I could see the shadow of a woman running in circles in my apartment. I know some of you are listening to this right now and are like, get the fuck out of that apartment. But, um, which, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but I love my apartment otherwise. Um, But so it was like the shadow of this woman running in circles around my apartment. And I could feel like my bed shaking. Like, you know, when someone is running around a room with wood floors, like the floors shake a little and so does the furniture. So like I could feel my bed shaking and this woman is running in circles screaming in my apartment. And then I and the song Christina Aguilera is still singing in my head. And then I shake myself like awake and it all stops um but I was like literally paralyzed with fear at that point like I was scared to um like at that point I was closing my eyes I was scared to open my eyes in case I like saw her or saw something or just something was scary so then I just like laid there in fear for a couple minutes and then I woke up and it was 4 30 in the morning and I just chose to get up and make some coffee because I was like I'm good I don't need that to resume. I don't want the woman to make some new kind of move. And um, then I opened all the windows and doors in my apartment and I saged the fuck out of it. And I said, this is not your space. You need to leave. And I think she left, you know, I and I don't think she was trying to hurt me. I do think she was trying to get out of the space. Um it didn't fix my neighbor who screams in his sleep. He still does that. Um, but maybe that woman was trapped in there and now she's free. But who knows? Like, what if there's a bunch of, like, spirits trapped in that guy's apartment? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to have just traumatized a lot of you first thing in the morning um, with that story about a nightmare. Let's just get into the content of the pod, babes. We're talking about dating apps. And maybe that woman running, screaming around my apartment was just an interpretation of how I feel when I'm thinking and talking about and participating in the apps. Here's what we're going to go over today. We are going to talk Tinder. We are going to talk Hinge, Lex, Her, Feel, Raya. on the docket is my personal favorite. We're gonna go with Tinder. Now, as I chat about this, I'm just gonna pull up the app. Now, on any of the apps, what I don't like is the people. (laughs) 
And Tinder is definitely full of duds, bots, and scams. But I also feel in the last year or maybe two years that queer people, specifically sapphic dyke-leaning queers, have kind of reclaimed Tinder. Whereas I think on the straight side of Tinder, it's like as weird as ever and just like maybe all bots but I think queer people have really reclaimed tinder as their own maybe I am a little romantic about tinder because I met this person who was so sweet and we had such good sex and fun dates but also I just like how simple it is like it's very easy to tell who is real and who is fake and it's crazy that I even have to say that that there are literally fake accounts. I mean, I just, I don't really understand who these fake accounts are, right? There will be, let me let me do some swiping right now. I'm sure I will find a fake account. Okay, so on the app, here we go. Ugh. Well, like, okay, so this first girl, all her pics are like bikini pics and it's just giving not real like this is giving not real her bio is open oh my god her bio is open-minded certified milf don't waste my time yes you can call me mommy wow so that's really what I'm working with on the apps okay I am xing that one I'm swiping left not my type um okay this next one is just like a girly who looks like maybe she has some shit she needs to work through. I get it, girl. Okay. Okay, wait. Here's a cutie. Maybe. This person looks like one of my exes who really broke my heart. Oh, here we go. First thing. First thing. Polyamorous leather dyke. There you go. I'm telling you, all the people I like are polyamorous. Okay, I'm going to left swipe that because I don't need to invite more chaos in my life. So, see, I've gone through like 20 people now and I'm not swiping right on any of them because it's just the girlies aren't giving and I'm such a picky cunt. And, uh, oh, I just got a match. I'm like blindly swiping while talking. This is going to be the most boring episode ever because I'm just going to be like, duh, while I am on the apps. Anyway, I have been swiping on Tinder. I just gave my number to someone on Tinder, and that's really the true test. Sometimes I will give people my number, and then they never text. And I'm like, okay, what was the point of talking? And this is something I talk about with my queer friends who are dating a lot. It's hard to get people to meet up. And then I'm just kind of confused about why are you on the app if you don't want to meet up? Like, A, don't you want to see if we have a vibe? B, don't you want to fuck? I was going to say kiss, but, like, let's be honest. Don't you want to fuck? Don't you want to feel the sexual tension as we, like, sip beers in some dark bar? Like, do I have to spell it out for you? Like, spell it out for me. Like, mm, I want to meet up. Um, and so it happens a lot where I give my number and they never answer. Here, I was talking to someone for a while. What did I say? I didn't even give them my number. I said, if you want to connect through Instagram in the meantime, here it is. Because we had been talking for a week. I guess here's my timeline. I am down to message and talk digitally for up to three days. And then after that point, I want us to make plans to meet up. And 
if you're not down with that timeline, I'm not really trying to have a pen pal, you know, any longer than three days without making moves to either A, get off the app and into texting or B, making solid plans to meet up. Like, why Why am I trying to get a pen pal who lives in my city? Why am I looking for people within 10 miles of me to talk to online? Like, I'm good. I don't really get what these hoes' prerogatives are. Anyway, I do try to, if I match with somebody, I do try to send, like, a little zinger, right? Or just something to chat about. I matched with somebody recently, and it's like, okay, we matched... If I message you, why don't you message back? Ugh, now I'm just going to be like, this is just going to be an episode of me complaining about people's behavior on the apps. And they're all excusable, right? You don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. And sometimes I do the thing that I hate where I just like don't answer people's messages or I ghost them, uh, you know, because maybe we, we matched and I was swiping just kind of willy-nilly. And then when we matched, I'm like, oh, actually, I don't want to talk to you. So I get it. But it is just like, I match with a lot of people. And then I'll send a message, like, relating to their profile. And then they don't answer. Oh, my God. This is so fucking classic. Wait, ready? I matched with someone last Thursday. And all their bio says is tired. But they're really cute and they have funny pictures. So I said, you're tired. I'm tired. Should we go be tired somewhere at the same time? Like, give me credit. I'm trying to be cute. Like, I'm trying to work with the material you're giving me, which is nothing. And I'm trying to make it a little something. So then they replied and said, yeah, where do you recommend, winky face? And I'm like, oh, my God, that's cute. What a fun response. And I say, OMG, depends what part of LA you're in. I have so many good recs for places in which to be tired. Like, I'm just going with the bit. Because again, the only material they provided is that they're tired. You're all going to fucking die at this response they sent. My girlfriend and I are in Venice for the week and looking for all the places to find lesbians and queers. Put it in your bio that you're on vacation in LA with your girlfriend. And then I just didn't answer, but it was just so cosmically humorous of just, oh, of course you're here with your girlfriend and just looking for places to hang out. Like, why? I'm just kind of like, put it in your fucking bio. Also, I went out with somebody from Tinder last month and their bio was like super chill, whatever. We chit-chatted. We had stuff in common. We linked up and they started like low-key really talking about how they want to build a family and then they were like asking me if I want to have a family and when I said I didn't want to have kids they were like why not and I'm like whoa this is a first date this is very personal and if you're really looking for something that's serious I do wish you had put it in your bio because it just felt very like oh you're so disappointed that I don't want to have a family and kids and like have traditional family values and like well we just met on tinder wait let me look at their bio I have them here on tinder yeah their bio I'm not gonna read it verbatim because I'm not trying to literally dox anyone and they're totally fine and nice and it's fine that they're looking for serious family traditional things but like oh give me a heads up babe they're also sober And they picked the place for us to link up, which was a bar. And it's just like, it's fine that you're sober. And I have a lot of friends in recovery, but it's just like, oh, things that maybe you should tell people before you link up. I don't know. What what do you guys think about that? So I guess that's that on Tinder. 
Moving on to Hinge. I think Hinge is a scam. And I know a lot of straight people have success on Hinge, but I feel like lesbian Hinge is just like a hellscape. It's like, it's not giving, you know? Okay. I also, maybe I just feel like all the girlies on Hinge are femmes, and I'm just not so sexually attracted to femmes, which is fine, and these femmes be femming, and they're hot as hell, but it's just not really what I'm looking for, so I almost feel like I don't know if Hinge is meant for someone like me. So I'm on Hinge right now. I'm Xing everyone. It's also just like a lot to read. I think some of the prompts are giving cringe. Oh my God, like an audio message. So if you don't know, if you're so blessed to like, I've never been on an app, which someone told me on Friday and I was like, I'm going to stab myself in the eye. Anyway, so on Hinge, there's a feature. The way Hinge is set up is that you can add up to six photos and then you also have to add at least four prompts. So the prompts are anything from I go crazy for blank. This person's profile I'm looking at right now says I go crazy for tops, which means I am not going to satisfy this person. Uh, The one thing you should know about me is I'll fall for you if and then there's a section of prompts that you can answer with an audio message so you can hear people's voices and there is nothing in this world that makes me cringe as much as these fucking audio posts people put up and I get it it does kind of make a difference when you hear someone's voice and see it with their picture you're like oh that is your vibe Specifically in Chicago, I had a crush on a girl really hard, like a hard crush, like a debilitating crush on this girl um, who's like super mask looking and cool. And then her voice is really high pitched and like doesn't quite match what you're seeing, I feel like. And but that actually made me like her even more. And I was like literally in love with her. Um <laughs> Oops. Oh my god, wait, I just realized she might listen to this because she did say she listened to I think at least two episodes, maybe one. Um, hi girl. <laughs> hi girl, if you're listening. You're engaged, maybe already married. Love that for you. Love that. She knows that I was like so obsessed with her. So Oy anyway, point being, it is interesting to hear people's voices, but it's just like, oh my God, some of them are so fucking cringe. Should we listen to this one? I don't know if this is like illegal. I'm not going to say this person's name, but here, this is on Hinge and they're answering the prompt. I want someone who. I want someone who has a career and passions um, you know, outside of our relationship and someone who I can really share my life with. Okay, that's actually beautiful. I love that. See, and you know what? Hinge knows what they're doing because I just listened to that and I was like, oh wait, that makes me like them more. But they're looking for a top, so. Not gonna be me, girl. Um, And we do need to talk about the whole top versus bottom versus switch versus side situation on this pod, but I want to do that with a guest. Um, but so fascinating and I'm like bottom leaning, but I kind of want to like dumb the fuck out of somebody like this year, honey. You know what? 
it's so funny. I've been so anti-hinge, but now that I'm kind of breaking it down here on the pod, I'm like, oh, I get it. They do give you a lot more information than Tinder. Like on Tinder, you don't have to put anything in your bio. And silence speaks louder than words. Sometimes the blank bio speaks volumes often and causes me to swipe left. But Hinge really requires you to participate. And sometimes I just feel like it's so cringe. But perhaps it's actually a good thing. Wait, here's another audio message. Let's listen to this person's one. The prompt is, I can teach you how to... So the one thing that I can teach you how to do is to cook. I love to cook any types of food that I find on Pinterest, YouTube, more recently, TikTok. So if you are willing to, you know, wanting to learn how to cook, I got you. Or if you (gasps) simply just want someone to cook for you as well, I also got you on that. Wow, that was actually so hot. Wait, I'm having a whole epiphany right now about Hinge audio messages because this shit is turning me on. (laughs) Yeah, okay, wait. I'm having a complete 180 live on this pod right now. I think I love the audio messages, but I'm not going to be with this person. I'm not going to swipe right on them because they put Christian. (laughs) Let's get into that. So, like, on Hinge... It asks you so many questions. So, oh my God, wow. I'm really having this moment where I'm like, wait, do I actually love Hinge? Okay. What I like about Hinge is that it does ask you all these really personal questions that they put in a little list with these little icons. And you don't have to answer them. But if you do, it does kind of tip people off, which can be good or bad. But like this person put that they want children. And that they're Christian. And those two things are red flags for me. (laughs) Not that I, not that Christian is a red flag, but the fact that you wanted to put that on your profile, uh, to me, signals that that's important to you. And I'm not really trying to be with somebody who, like, their Christianity is important to them. And also, I don't want kids. So, I'm going to swipe left. But, wow, this person's actually hot. And if I, like, knew somebody who wanted this, I would be like, wait, I have a friend for you. Okay. Wow. Hot. Okay. So total 180. I started this out by being like, fuck hinge, but I'm actually kind of getting it now. And I just need to, maybe I should date a femme, honestly. That would be so, I was going to say hot, but I don't want to trivialize it, but it could be really fun. And what if it would just open up my world? Anyway, I did match with like a true fucking hot, hot hottie yesterday on hinge and I got really excited and then I think I said something really stupid so there (laughs) one of their prompts was the best way to ask me out is by and they said a gender reveal-esque stunt or carrier pigeon which I thought was really funny and my big thing is like I like when people are funny like I just want (laughs) to giggle anyway so they said that And so we matched and I sent the first message and I said, my pigeon is on the way. Be nice to her when she arrives and open the envelope slowly. And then they haven't answered. And I'm like, wait, was that like so fucking cringe? Like, am I actually so fucking cringe? Lately, I'm just really out of body about how cringe I am. Like, I'm concerned I'm not seeing it. especially like omg you know when you're around someone who is so fucking annoying and like 
not your vibe, but they're really happily in a relationship and like in love, it really fucks me up because I'm like, oh my God, that person found love. That person who makes me want to remove the eyeballs from my skull is deeply in love and living with their partner. Like it just trips me out because I'm like, I know that I am also people's worst nightmare you know because you can't be everyone's cup of tea right I am not the flavor for every bitch but just when I see these people who I'm like the flavor is not flavoring and you found something spicy to like suit your palate oh my god am I just like actually like a piece of shit (laughs) I'm kidding I don't think I'm a piece of shit but I do worry I will never find love so that's cool um, no, I'm going to find love. I'm going to find love. I'm going to find love. Uh, but I do wonder if I just botched it with this person. But they they were being funny about like, oh, ask me out via carrier pigeon. So I made a joke. And I guess the joke was not joking. Ugh. All right. Let's move on to Lex. It is spelled L-E-X. And I would describe Lex as a queer message board. Okay, it is sapphic leaning for sure, but it is not only for just like hardcore lesbians. I think, you know, there are the trans and the non-binaries are here, but it's definitely more queer leaning. I don't think there's a lot of cis gay men on here, which is nice because they have grinder. Let us have something, although Lex is certainly not the queer equivalent to grinder, but Basically, how Lex is set up is you're allowed to make six posts every 30 days on Lex, which initially I used to hate that there was a posting limit, but now I get it since it is this message board setup. If you were allowed to post as much as you want, like it would be out of hand and you would not get to see posts from people because they would just get buried. Um, So yeah, you have to kind of ration your posts and your posts can be anything. Like for instance, I have posted horny things before and then deleted them because I don't want people to find me. But um. A post I made back in December of 2021, I, the title is D33, which is the name of a dispensary in Chicago. And then the body of the post just says, can we all just talk about how hot and nice everyone is at Dispensary 33 in Andersonville, LMAO? Like, you can just post that. Or I posted lesbian movies that don't end in heartbreak. Do they exist? Send them, please. Okay, so I don't really post horny on there because I'm too insecure and scared. And honestly, I probably should just make a horny post and see what... Oh my God, wait. Should I make a horny post right now? No, like, I'm too scared. I hate that I'm too scared. I don't want to be scared. I want to make a horny post, but I'm scared. Okay, now let me scroll a little bit and see how long it takes me to find something horny. Okay. People are complaining about work. Someone's asking if you want to go on a walk in Echo Park. That's so cute. Um, Someone's looking for housing. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. I'm so worried that people aren't horny anymore. Like, are the girls horny or not? Are we wet? (laughs) You can react to posts in one, two, three, four, five, seven different ways. One is a heart. One is a laugh emoji. One is a sad emoji. One is a fire emoji. One is a U-Haul truck emoji. One is a rose emoji. And one is a 100 emoji. And so you can either just react or you can reply to the post, which is a DM. There are no comments on Lex, which 
is kind of cool because it forces you to like get intimate with some people, slide in the DMs. I will say, even though I post not horny things, some people will respond being horny. Um, <laughs> someone said, looking for a cute femme girl to make out with. That could be me, but sometimes it's not me. Um... Oh my god, there's no horny posts recently. That's so scary. Okay, wait. Here, this is yesterday. Someone said the title of the post is Boobs. The body of the post is I'm back and hornier at work than ever. How's it going, fellow women of Lex? That's hot. Being horny at work is hot. Okay. Damn, it really should be hornier up in here. Anyway, so point is, it's like queer Craigslist. You can post anything. You can be looking for intimate personal connections or you can be looking for work connections or housing or parties, things like that. And then there's a missed connections section. And this is the section that I will literally wake up, open Lex and go to missed connections and just pray that someone describes me. Um, They never do, but it's like, why can't someone be like, the girl in oversized sweats and wire glasses shoving a breakfast sandwich down her throat at La Mille Coffee on Silver Lake Boulevard. Why is no one saying that? Please. <laughs> but let's look at the misconnections right now. Okay, the title of this one is, ugh. The body is, we met at the Silver Lake Inn lesbian pool party. Ooh fun. I want to go to that. You said we'd exchange Instagrams after we got out of the pool, but I couldn't find you and you were from Orange County. Prettiest girl I've ever seen. Oh my god. I hope that person finds them. Okay, here's one. You, a tall trans barista with gorgeous eyes at a Starbucks on Hollywood Boulevard. Me, the cute, long-haired blonde trans girl who ordered a sandwich and keeps going back to give you my number to no avail. Message me, won't you? Oh my god, I want the baddies to link up. All the bad bitches link up from Lex Misconnections. No one's ever describing me, but one day, oh my god, just imagine one day waking up, looking at a Misconnections board, and like reading a full-on description of yourself. Like, oh, that's so hot and cute. Oh my god, see, now I'm getting lost in the app. Okay, while we're here talking about misconnections, let's talk about that absolutely crippling moment that I referenced in episode one, where a really hot lesbian rejected me in front of all my friends at the club. I'm like, I'm so angry about it, because it's just like, ew, like, ridiculous reject me in a less fucking cowardly way okay so basically I was like flirting with this person in front of all my no I actually I can't even tell this story yet wow what a fucking tease I just realized like I do not have the emotional capacity to tell that story right now my period is literally just inches seconds moments from hitting it should have hit yesterday and it didn't and it should then should have hit today and it didn't so I can just feel like the wrath of my hormones just pushing the limit Okay, like I'm picturing a balloon that's being like ever so gently pressed down, 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 down. And it's so close to popping. That's where I'm at with my period right now. Like I need the balloon to pop. I need the blood to release. And I need to shed that lining so that I can tell the story about the lesbian rejecting me in the club. Because I currently cannot at this emotional bandwidth. Okay, 
Moving on to her. Now, her is the biggest scam of all. Okay, if you don't know what her is, it is supposedly like the lesbian dating app, but it's really not. Bitches don't use it. The bitches who do be using it are fake and weird and not real, I think. Now, people are going to probably have a problem with everything I'm saying, but like I'm, I'm telling you, it's just not it. Okay, I'm opening the app. The app is confusing the way it's set up. Like, there's a likes, matches, and community portion. I honestly, I don't even really want to talk about her. I just want to say that I don't like it, and I know what you're thinking. I said I didn't like Hinge, and then as I was talking about it, I made a complete 180, and I said that I do like Hinge. But I just think whoever's running her is, like, not doing their job. Okay, I'm going to do a few swipes. Oh, wait, I think they actually have updated the format. LOL. Every time I'm like, I hate this. I'm like, actually, maybe I love it. And that could be the period in me. But it's just like kind of hard to read. Like, it's hard to read. And I think based on what I said about Tinder, I like when things are just simple and easy. And like, there's just too many screens on her like I could be hanging out in so many different areas of this app and I just needed to be more simple I just needed to be like people and messages I don't need like community I don't need like that's what I'm going to Lex for like what are we talking about you're supposed to friend people like I have friend requests on her maybe I just don't get it but I don't get it and it's not self-explanatory and I'm not doing it, okay? So that's that on her. We're we're flying through it now because I brought up that lesbian in the club story and now I am going through a moment and I have to end this pod. <laughs> but we're going to talk about two more. The next one we're going to talk about very briefly and then I need a ethically non-monogamous polyamorous hoe to come on and we'll really talk about it. Field. Field is like the kink app for little slutty ass cunts and I love it I feel like I am a kinky slutty cunt but I'm really not ethically non-monogamous and field is definitely more for the crowd of couples looking for a third or unicorns looking to be a third or people who are like I have seven partners and I want ten more which is great but I'm just like not about that and I can just Feel one of my friends, Bryn, listening to this and being like, that's not what Field is about. And I just need to be educated and I'd love to be educated on the pod. So, Bryn, I will have you on and I'll let you tell me all about Field. But like, and also Bryn is living a lot of my like sexual fantasy dreams. Like they were just in New York and fucking around and going to sex parties and stuff. Well, not sex parties, but like the club where it's giving sex. Um... Yeah, and I want to do that, but I just, like, I also want to fall in love. Oh, my God. Is this the saddest podcast? No, because I'm actually really happy. I'm just a little unsure of how to proceed with my romantic life. Okay, now, best for last, babe. Not best in terms of dating, but best in terms of clout. I'm on Raya, honey. Raya, R-A-Y-A, it's $20 a month, which is out of control. We're all just like hemorrhaging money in hopes of 
finding love. That's so fucking sad. Um, but I'm doing it because it's the app that all the celebrities use. And so I'm just kind of curious. I did see like a very hot, cool lesbian celebrity when I first got on the app. You do have to apply and get accepted. And pretty much you just have to be hot to get accepted. That's what I've learned because like I am not famous at all. But I am hot. No, that's not what I mean. I had some of my hot friends who are already on Raya um, refer me. So you can apply and referrals help you get accepted. And I don't really know how they pick people. But the point being, I'm on Raya. I'm paying so much money per month to like match with semi-famous hot people. And I've matched with quite a few people, but none of them answer messages. So it is kind of like, what's the point? And also, lately, I think Raya is actually more of just a networking app than dating. But I don't know. I guess I'm on it for cloud. I am very clearly swiping left on swiping left and right on Raya right now while I record this because I'm talking slower. But it's just like, wow, people on here are hot and cool. And I just like saying I'm part of that. Huh. Huh. Okay, but you know what? You can only see so many profiles at once. Um, Like, I just reached my limit for the day, and I think I probably swiped through maybe 15 people. And they said... We're committed to fostering an intimate community. We limit the number of profiles shown at a time to encourage more interaction with your existing connections. And then, of course, you can pay more to see more people in a day. But it's just like the bitches ain't answering. So, like, my existing connections are it's over, babe. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have a work message. Kill me. Oh, God, I just got so many messages. I don't want this. I don't want these messages. In other news, I started seeing a body worker because I have so many joint and muscle issues. And they're so sweet. And, like, I just love, I have two body workers. I have an acupuncturist and now this, like, massage therapist person. And they're both queer and hot and so nice and tender and beautiful and... That's really special. And I guess if I'm going to end this episode in any kind of structured way, because I realized that the last 10 minutes got really scary after I started talking about my period. <laughs> I'd say my body temperature temperature right now is like 105. Like I'm just I'm burning up because my uterine lining needs to exit my bod. Um, but if we're going to end this in a structured way, it's like, wow, you can really find a lot of romance and fulfillment in your queer friendships. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, I don't know if this episode was funny. I do know it was concerning. Next week, I promise to have a guest. I have so many hot, cool gay friends who are going to be on this pod. I've just been really living a chaotic life. Like I told you last week, I quit my job and that turned into a real kerfuffle. Okay, my boss did not like that I quit. And I would say that she reacted poorly. In a way that affected a lot of people. (laughs) So, for me to carve out time to crawl into my closet and talk about dating apps was really special. And uh, I want to thank you for listening. 
And before you go, Gonna Kiss is a podcast written, recorded, and produced by me, Jordana, in my closet in my studio apartment in East Hollywood. If you liked what you heard, go ahead, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow me on Instagram at Are We Gonna Kiss Pod. 